0: Good evening everyone, it is October 9th, 2020, and of course it's going to be on a Friday because it's the Friday Free Agent Frenzy Bonanza here on Teal Town USA. Welcome on in, you know how we do this, we chat with you guys on the YouTube chat on the page or in the app, and of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Stitcher, apparently you know you love it, and it's blowing up on the, on the phone right now. And, of course, for more Sharks content, hit us up at TealTownUSA.com. Please be joined by Mr. Kevin Lacey.
1: How the heck did I end up on this show three times this week? (laughs) You're stuck with me again, everybody. But, hey, Eric, nice, sexy graphics in the intro there. You had Lundquist with the Caps jersey on and... You had Stefan Nason and a, a brand new Sharks jersey. Oh, wait, uh, that, that one's actually legit. But, hey, nice job on the graphics.
0: Oh, well, I wish I could take credit for those, but those were online. And, and credit to those who uh, put Holtby in the Canucks sweater and uh, Lundquist in, uh, in the Caps jersey. I, I think it's going to be, you know, it's just crazy. But let's get at it, shall we? I mean, this was.
1: Hey, we're still in our sharks jerseys, or you're in your sharks jersey. I got my hat on, so we didn't we didn't sign elsewhere.
0: Nope, nope. We have a full no move with it with the with the sharks. Uh, I will say this though, uh, this is a very rare uh, Reebok prototype jersey. Uh, this is kind of in the mold of the uh, Ottawa sweaters. Uh, that they were like mildly mulling over before they started changing the uh, decided to go with the logo change. So very cool pickup. I have a one that's similar in the white. Both of them a hundred bucks total.
1: So nice. I'm little. Sure, I'm sure someone will be randomly tweeting saying confirmed new sharks jersey. Uh, yes. very soon. And,
0: and then have them ordered from China and leave comments on the on the website for it. Yes. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, let's get at it, shall we, Kevin? Uh, This was a day that we kind of saw coming that was going to be a goaltender version of Free Agent Frenzy. We kind of were waiting. Okay, Alex Petrangelo, he's not talking to the Blues. They say go explore Free Agency, and he's going to sign with... to be determined. And, you know, I think we saw some of it with he was waiting on Toronto... I think he was waiting. He's he also, Toronto is waiting for him. Maybe Boston, you know, definitely St. Louis. Of course, Vegas is in on practically everybody because it seems like they have a $300 million cap. But it seems like the beginning of the day, this was all about the goaltenders, some of the death players, you know, and then all of a sudden, we start seeing the the dominoes start to fall a little bit, but these GMs didn't spend as much as they did in the past. I think we I think we were like, what, $350, $400 million last year, and they only spent like
1: $132 million this year. Just a little... Crazy. I wish I could spend only $132 million in <laughs> a day. Right? Must be nice.
0: It must be nice, but... Uh, the one that, that stuck out to you, the, that one that I was like, oh, okay.
1: Ooh, good question. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you what. It's not even a, a traditional free agent signing. I mean, it, it's a free agent signing, but it's a re-signing. It's Kevin Miller in Boston because I thought – I mean, he has barely played any hockey in the last two years, and I figured – nobody's going to take a flyer on him until he can prove that he's healthy from his knee injury. Because even a few months ago, I know this is like the, the what the hell are you talking about, Kevin, moment here early in the show. But uh, Kevin Miller was even talking about, I don't know if I'm ever going to play hockey again. So here, day one, like hour one, Boston goes and re-signs him, so that's honestly the biggest shock for me just out of the what, but um, what about you? Cause I'm sure you have a much better pick than I do <laughs> than Kevin Miller, although, Hey, not a whole lot happened today. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just
0: overall the goaltenders you saw, you know, I thought for sure they they, we you would see Vancouver somehow hang on to Jake Barkstrom. And then all of a sudden, You know, you have uh, you you hear Braden Holtby to Vancouver, and 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 he's only getting you know four point three mil uh for a cap space hit, and for two years that's really good for uh, Vancouver. Does it? Is it a holding spot for you know Thatcher Demko to build into another? Into the starting role because you know it's now going to be either Demko or Holtby going down to going down I five to Seattle. Or I mean, I I'm not sure. I mean, you have that. You throw in Marks from ending up in Calgary. You throw in you know Henrik Lundqvist saying, "Oh yeah, I still got some some life in me. I'm going to the Capitals now," or the one that we just saw that just came down, Corey Crawford. Going to New Jersey.
1: Replacing another Corey who I really hope finds a job. Uh, that would be Corey Schneider. I'm hoping that we have not seen the end of him uh, in the NHL. I realize he's had hip injuries about as much as Kevin Miller's had knee injuries. But but I digress. Uh, as far as everything you just talked about, um, the one that strikes me is Braden Holtby to Vancouver. That was. Um, that was one I thought about. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll we'll discuss because Hockey Jerk and Ian Reed and Drew Weber and I came up with our little predictions list we used to do every year on Teal Tinted Glasses, and I thought about Braden Holtby to Vancouver because I did not think they would be able to re-sign Jacob Markstrom. For for me, if Demko is your guy going f- forward, maybe not even this year, but the year after. Why would Jacob Markstrom want to sign a six-year contract with you? Because you're only allowed to protect one goaltender. So he signs a six-year deal and then gets exposed in the expansion draft. Just that none of that made sense to me. So I'm not surprised we saw uh, all the two-year deals that we did. Because basically you get that one year where... You you get a year of service and then you have the extra year on top to use as uh, exp- exposure rules for expansion in another year. So Holtby, that's uh, an interesting one for me because it's it's the perfect length for Vancouver expansion or not because right. Thatcher Demko. Should be an NHL starting goaltender by the time Holtby's contract is over. Who knows? Hey, Braden Holtby might be able to... Maybe he just needs a chain of scenery. I did not like how he played the last... Especially last year, the year before either for Washington. So, it's a good change of scenery. But then also, thinking about expansion, Braden Holtby is going to definitely be the goalie who gets exposed here by Vancouver. Seattle's only a few hours away. So, in theory... Holtby might be just thinking, I'm going to play in this region for the next two years regardless, whether it's both for Vancouver or maybe one for Vancouver, one for Seattle. Like that's, that's why I just think it's a very intriguing move uh, among all the goalies. Yeah.
0: And, and to throw into the, into the effect of that, you know, and I think Rob mentioned it, Matt Murray to Ottawa and he's going to, he gets a big old four year, $25 million contract you throw that in I, I pulled up I pulled up the, the, the guesses that you guys had jerk you Ian and Drew and Corey Crawford uh, you picked Vancouver everybody else picked I was Chicago. the only one
1: that didn't pick him to yeah I did not pick him to resign so I win by default <laughs> right. that's how I'm ruling it <laughs> Be- there are like three guys that I was the only one that didn't pick for re-signs. And I, in that respect, I got them all right. So give me all the points, jerk. <laughs> and with that, I'll be getting a phone call from Jerk any moment now to jump in on this. Yeah, I thought he was going to be on the show
0: with us. Uh, hey, I'm calling you out. Come on, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, he went there. All right. So now that kind of begs the question... So what does Chicago do with goaltender now? They did sign Malcolm Subban. Uh, are, are they the landing spot for Marc-Andre Fleury?
1: Now, I picked Chicago to get Cam Talbot, who signed a, a pretty sizable deal with Minnesota today. That was actually another one of the surprising deals, if you want to uh, bring that question back up. Um Chicago, apparently, Stan Bowman last night or this morning said Colin Delia, Malcolm Subban, and Kevin Lankinen are the guys they will go into training camp with. That's puzzling to me because, sure, you never know. Maybe a goalie will will stand on his head. I I, I don't see it in Subban or Delia. I think Lankanen has a a shot. Uh, He's been a pretty good international goalie, but... Uh, he had, I-, I figured if he was going to be an NHL goalie, he would have already been there at this point. Um, so it's, it's puzzling to me because Chicago, as evidenced by the fact that they beat Edmonton in the qualifier, mm-hmm. uh, has, they're trending in the right direction, but without a goalie, a, a bona fide goalie at least. That's going to be probably one of the biggest question marks we have going into next season uh, around the league. Yeah. Um, What do you think about it? Uh, Do you think that's the right move or you think they they, they might pull out like Mike Smith in the end? Because we haven't heard his name mentioned at all. And he's he's available. You can
0: go Mike Smith. You can maybe heck you can even go Thomas Grice. Uh, It will open up a move, you know, for it does open up a spot for Marc-Andre Fleury. Although I know you can even say he can maybe head back to Pittsburgh, but I, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Does Does Chicago have one more cup run in them?
1: Oh, uh, I think we're or making or making
0: or, 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 or let me let me profess this That let me do they have one yeah. more deep run in them? You know, uh, do you or do you start trying to figure out what you have? In your system, whether it's in Rockford or trying to develop, because I mean, uh, unless you're keeping Kane and Taves around for to have Kane and Taves around, you know, then I I would think that you're going to start wanting to find a way to get a goaltender in there unless you are very highly worthy of of the goaltending that you have, you know
1: that's actually an interesting way of looking at that. Um, I think Chicago is already well on their, uh, on their rebuild. Um, they, they overextended themselves by winning the qualifier round as predicted by me on this very show. Um, but Chicago still has some room to grow. Um, so the way you phrased that with, where is Chicago going with guys like Taves and Kane? Because they, I mean, they've won their cups, but I'm sure they, they're, they want more. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to actually throw a tweet that was sent to me, not about the Blackhawks. It was about the sharks, but it's from at Coliseum 1722. It kind of fits with this. He said, then why aren't we selling assets? But we'll change it to, then why aren't the Blackhawks selling assets? As as a team, you're either winning now or you're rebuilding. In between gets you nowhere and wastes time. What is the direction of the Blackhawks? Because doing nothing with veteran players isn't very smart. Yeah, And I think that's too cynical because you have to build around something. You right. can't just Edmonton it for years and have no veteran leadership at all and, and fail to make the playoffs, fail to even come close year after year after year. Um, but back to what you said, Eric. Like, How long are Taves and King going to be content? Because this not signing a goaltender <laughs> doesn't speak of a lot of faith that the Blackhawks are going to go anywhere this year. Right.
0: Yeah, and, and almost saying, well, oh, yeah, that playoff run was kind of a fluke. But, you know, we see a couple of comments in the chat. Maybe Aaron Dell might be thrown in there, but it was more so with from Vince G. I see Dell as an Edmonton cheap option. You know, Rob mentioning maybe LA. Uh, but, it, I mean, it begs the question where you have like bona fide NHL experience. Are you going to roll with that? Or, or it's just, it, to me, it just surprises me. So I think there's another move coming. Um, you know, I know Stan Bowman loves bringing the, the band back together. Uh, <laughs> to say the least, you know, let's, let's break out Brandon Sod one more time and just, oh, let's just give up on Artemi Panarin for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> so while the goaltending was really the, um, Mean wait, wait hang, on,
1: hang on one second here. Because you mentioned Thomas Grice. Yes. I think that Chicago might be the only place, if Thomas Grice wants to be a number one goalie easily, I feel like that's the only place that he can go. I guess Edmonton uh, uh, inquired about Thomas Grice, and uh, the, the the report was his asking price is outrageous. So if he's outrageous for Edmonton, I can't imagine that he's going to find a number one job anywhere else. Uh, I think he's going to be greatly disappointed if he uh, decides to play the waiting game to think he's going to get money. Because I, I like Thomas Grice, but is he a goalie that is going to win you a Stanley Cup? Mm, he didn't show it in the playoffs this year.
0: No. He, he Did he have some moments? Oh, absolutely. He had some sure. moments. Um, but let's also look at it this way. Ten years ago, he was penciled in to be a one A, one B with anteroninimaki
1: I Hope I got that one right. Um, Antero Okay. Show off. Had to get you on. That. Whatever. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Nobody ever says his name right in America. Uh, but it's but all...
0: you know, now ten years later, he's a bona fide gold starting nutminder. I, I'm with you. I think maybe that's probably the only spot he can he could be a, a starting netminder. And, and for that matter, I mean, how many starting netminders have moved around? It's like, 50, You know, fifteen. It seems like we're gonna have like starting a new goaltender. Maybe even Buffalo for maybe Grice. You know, I. That's that's one where Buffalo is like desperately wanting to get better. Um, you know. You you look at maybe you know, maybe Chicago goes after Darcy Kemper or Auntie Ranta. You know there there's something there for Chicago. They have some options, but it's a matter of giving up assets to get there.
1: Hey hey, you talked about Stan Bowen bringing players back. There you go, Auntie Ranta. <laughs> See your your own comment just went full circle.
0: See, that's what I'm saying, folks. You know. <laughs> We're we're trying we're trying to figure things out as much as we can, you know. Uh, he, he uh, and from Vince G, he also played in front of a Trott's fort defensive system. Can he steal a series if need be? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either.
0: Hey, but Nemo did it and won a cup. I'm no, kidding, kidding. We if we talk about Nemo one more time, Al Martin, is going to show up. So we got to.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, wrapping up the goaltending. Because I know you want to move on. Um, but there was an awesome tweet from at one. I don't know if you can pull it up. Um, it's like the second one on my list on my Twitter. Uh, but it's uh, the goalie carousel that only Aaron Dell to St. Louis will complete it. It's pretty spectacular really? how, how uh, it's all worked out.
0: I'm going to have to look at this. So.
1: At, yeah, at K U C I V one.
0: K U C I. V
1: V one. Yeah, it was at one forty two today. All right. It's a graphic see. of the goalie carousel, and it looks like a carousel, like uh, like a blueprint of a carousel. It's really funny. All all we need is the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk and throw some rings into the clown's mouth and. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Who's 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 the biggest clown in the N.A.? We'll throw uh, we'll throw rings into Ryan Reeves mouth. And uh, he's not a goalie, though, but he's a clown anyway. Hey, Hey I think you're getting the graphic up.
0: Yep. I'm trying to get it on here right now. Hang on one second, folks. Um, Do us a favor. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. Hit that subscribe button down below. Uh, We we go on for Sharks games after each and every game
1: uh let's see what we could find here and you know i just mentioned that this was tweeted out feel free to follow us on twitter at tealtown usa pretty much all social media is at tealtown usa if i'm not mistaken you
0: are correct sir and there, there we go. go we got the graphic up so <laughs> all right so where do we we start at jake allen and then go all the way to, to Duby? <laughs> yeah so, so we start with St. Louis. Jake Allen gets traded to Montreal, where Keith Kincaid goes to the Rangers. The Rangers let go of Henrik Lundqvist. He goes to Washington. Braden Holtby leaves Washington and goes to Vancouver. Jacob Markstrom goes from Vancouver to Calgary. Cam Talbot goes from Calgary to to Minnesota. Devin Dubinick goes from Minnesota to San Jose. So, yes, Aaron Dell, or if for some reason they trade – uh, Martin Jones to St. Louis. <laughs> you know, there yeah, we I go. Guess that could be. <laughs> you know, so ah, and see... <laughs> oh, you, you don't see it, do you? Uh, what up? Something... What did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there he is. We we mentioned Niami he... Al Martinez in the chat, folks. Gotta there love is. it. Gotta love it.
1: All right, we should move on from the goaltender because <laughs> I see the chat is talking about defensemen. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you know, let's recap what what the Pacific Division did because that is where the Sharks were going to have to try to get out first in uh in, to get into the playoffs. Playoffs, yes. Uh, so Kevin Shattenkirk goes from winning the cup to getting a three-year, eleven-point-seven million-dollar deal with Anaheim.
1: Well, I mean, he said, I'm going to Disneyland after he won the cup, and he wasn't wrong. Nope. Nope. For sure. I, I really like that pickup for Anaheim. Yeah. They were in the market. Uh, there was a lot of rumors, or there were a lot of rumors surrounding Sammy Vatten and returning to Anaheim. That obviously has not happened, probably will not happen, but uh, Anaheim does get their offensive defenseman there.
0: Arizona with a couple of smaller moves, getting Hayden and Picklick um, for a combined $2.5 cap hit. Arizona, I know, jerks, hashtag myyotes. Um,
1: Glad to see that logo still. I know I'm in the minority on this show, but much happier to see this current logo.
0: Get ready to embrace the Kachina, my friend. i know i know
1: it wasn't popular in the late 90s i don't know why it's popular (laughs) now
0: but a couple small moves there uh calgary uh you know former barracuda buddy robinson yeah he he signs for league minimum uh same with zach ronaldo uh frace alex petrovic uh, and then, of course, Jacob Markstrom to the Flames on a six-year deal, which for until most of the day was pretty much the largest deal we got, you know, uh, for the for pretty much the rest of it, uh, you know, Edmonton kind of went on a run a little bit here. To, they re-signed Tyler Ennis for Mill. You know, you get Griffith uh, for... Uh, Quine. Yeah. And Quine. You get... Kyle Turris after a uh, buyout for two years, three point three million. I thought that was pretty good. They also picked up Anton Forsberg uh, to have some goaltending depth, uh, you know. And then we will get to Stefan Nason in, in just a second, but he did sign a one year uh, deal, nine hundred twenty five thousand. And then of course the two big ones here, you know, Tyler Mott, who I was hoping maybe the Sharks could potentially pick up. I thought he had a nice playoff run with Vancouver and then Braden Holtby, his two-year 4.3 million uh cap hit for the next two years. And then Vegas gets uh Tomas Nosik back at 1.25. The original Golden Knight, Reed Duke at 700000 Uh Jay Schultz, you know, seven hundred thousand. And let's be honest, uh, considering everything else, Kevin, you're probably looking at most likely the landing spot for alex petrangelo
1: well according to me and hockey jerk it is (laughs) um so what do ian and drew know um i think that there is a nice bidding war going for alex petrangelo and i like that he and taylor hall haven't signed anywhere yet it's the first day of a nearly three-month offseason. What's the rush? Free agent frenzy is a lot of fun, but it didn't used to be like this until about 10 or 12 years ago. Right. Like Players usually would sign middle of July, late July. Of course, it, July is out of the question for this year, but... Um, I like that they're taking the time because this is a big decision. They're, they're both getting, they're both likely getting very long-term contracts. So you have to make sure you want to be somewhere for seven years. Taylor Hall, I think is a little different, Eric. Um, I I think he could sign a one-year deal with a team like Colorado. It's just going for it, but we'll see on that. Um, I'm, I'm, what did I'm, you think of of the divisional signing, divisional signings in general? Is there anything that you thought, oh boy, or do you think uh, Vegas has cleared enough cap space for Petrangelo? Because since they traded Paul Stastny today, yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I, I was I was kind of surprised by Paul Stastny, and and then and I believe it was Hockey Trick who who mentioned it in our Discord, you know. Nobody's trying to help Vegas out, but they're looking for somebody else, but they're looking for something to help. And I thought Stastny was a great fit for the Jets and Agreed. And couldn't afford to get him um, to the term. Now he goes, he still goes up to, um, you know, back to Winnipeg, where I think it'll be a good fit. I think it'll be a good fit for him, and maybe Liney's on his line. That should help Liney. I would think that now, they're not going to move line A unless, you know, I I think there's so much up in the air right now that you can't move line A, uh, especially with Hall available, you know. Um, I I just think with Winnipeg, that's going to be a good fit for him. At the same time, however, they send a fourth-round pick and a defenseman to Vegas. And I'm like, oh... I wonder what it could have been in a couple of weeks when they try to sign Petrangelo. <laughs> you know, I—I I mean, it's—I—I I wonder if if they're going to get desperate in the near future, in the very near future. But
1: um, I think George McPhee has proven so far that he's been able to. Uh... I was going to say roll the dice. I guess that's what I'm going with. I was trying not to go with the Vegas pun, but since I say roll the dice, we'll just throw out the, it seems like every year Vegas just plays the slot machine and gets an entire new team. um, And yet it works out for them. George McVie has shown great adaptability to his cap situation, his roster situation. So I think that's why hockey jerk. And I picked Alex Petrangelo to sign with Vegas Uh, Just the fact that um, he'd fit in really well with them, and they find a way to make these moves work.
0: Um,
1: But I think Columbus is coming in hot. They traded Ryan Murray yesterday, Mm -hmm. and as I joked in our our post-draft Discord audio session or whatever you want to call it that we had, I said— Petrangelo will sign with a team that has number 27 available and now that Blue Jack the Blue Jackets have traded Ryan Murray the God the Jersey gods say Alex Petrangelo will sign with Columbus (laughs) it's not a real thing but yet at the same time I'm rolling with that so I think he ends up in one of those two spots Do, do
0: you think Columbus needs to make a splash after losing those guys in last season
1: yes between columbus has kind of retooled themselves kind of like how chicago did where it was like "Uh oh this is gonna be gnarly but but then they kind of retooled on the fly and got back in in uh into a spot that i can see progression with the team and i think the, the blue jackets could sign Alex Petrangelo even with the loss of Murray and the loss of Nudevara right. by trades yesterday. Um, I mean, they are they have to add defensemen now. Uh, Seth Jones is a beast. Could you imagine Seth Jones and Alex Petrangelo? Uh, I don't know how you would divide the ice time. Uh, I don't see them being on the same pair, but, oh, man, like Columbus would, would be uh, looking pretty fine with those two defensemen.
0: Right. I, I, I would think that'd be a huge pickup. They get if they were to land Hall and Petrangelo, you short, you help out your defense, you help out your, uh, scoring touch, and give an additional support for, you know. Former Shark legend Gustav Nyquist, who me and hockey love immensely, uh, I th- I think that'd be a huge pickup for them. Can they afford them? That's that's the big one. So,
1: yeah, and I got into I'm not going to give this guy credit because he's a jabroni, but I got into an argument last night with a jabroni when I was (laughs) saying, you know, the Sharks, if the Sharks were to sign Bobby Ryan, which I said in the tweet, but it got discredited for whatever reason. I said, I don't think he will. And he didn't. He signed with Detroit today. I said, "I I think it could be a mutually beneficial signing. And the guy said, we should be going for Evgeny Dodonov, you know? And I'm like, that's great with what money and what cap space after we re-sign our guys. Like, let's go for Taylor Hall and, and Alex Petrangelo and trade for Connor McDavid while we're at it, dude. Like, you can only fit so much. And unfortunately, this free agent crop." Outside of Hall and Dodonov and Petrangelo and uh, Tori Krug, who signed tonight, there's it's mostly depth guys and goaltender
0: yeah, definitely. And and that's the that's the key thing is that there's a lot of depth guys. The Sharks need some depth guys, uh, and I think that's where a lot of people were thinking. Well, what are what are they going to do? You know, I thought we we all thought. Maybe they would take a run at Bobby Ryan. He signed with Detroit. Like I think it was like one of the first signings with Detroit, uh, one year, one million. You know, there Detroit
1: was... actually added a few players, which they need to do. Right. So I'm uh, not saying big names, but just they need bodies. <laughs> but but
0: let's get let's get to the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, usually Doug doesn't do anything on this day unless there's something out there. Joel Ward. Paul Martin, Mikel Bodker, Brody, this is for you. Hashtag hot bod. Um, So they have what, you know, we're down to like six million here. You you re-signed Stefan Nason, which I think is a great re-signing. Really liked his hardworking attitude. He was definitely a fit in a locker room that has been. Well, let's be honest, it came out and said that, you know, wasn't really. A cohesive team you know but this guy came in and said hakuna matata and just went to town with it um which you know let's not do individual goal songs next year please
1: but please don't yeah that i i I just let the Nason thing slide on twitter but i was like all these hakuna matata references nice song like the song love the movie i don't want to ever hear it in the hockey arena just think the sharks won the Stanley Cup and who Matata's is playing. <laughs> I guess I can be happy because we won the cup. Hey,
0: that means no worries, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh so the sharks have 7.715 million left in cap space. Uh you have, you know, we can, I can go over quotes that, you know, AJ got from us from the from the Zoom chat today, but you know you have pretty much your your roster the only one that's not signed now is Kevin Lebank, really you know um and, and I would think no more than three million for a banker uh to get the deal done uh you you have six defensemen on board right now, according to cap friendly e k sixty five burn Vlasic, you know reddit's favorite go Shimmick. Uh, Mario Ferraro, you know, for now, Jacob Middleton. But DW would like to find a sixth defenseman to sign uh, to have that competition go in there. We see a lot in the chat about, uh, you know, is Ryan Merkley going to be ready? And yes, he took that leap, you know, this past year in the OHL with the London Knights. And he'll make his way over to the Barracuda. But honestly, what are the options out there for the sharks? Because again, you are looking at trying to find some depth pieces, uh, you know and, and judging by what we're seeing so far, not so much for them to grab right now. so kevin, i'll I'll beg you the question what can who who do you grab?
1: So I had it. And I, I'm trying to find it, but I am looking through the the list of free agent defensemen right now because I do think the Sharks need to add a, a another defenseman. I would like to see Jake Middleton get a shot, uh, but I mean, if he ends up being a sixth, seventh defenseman, you you need somebody else there because I just I don't see, I don't see the Sharks really. Going big places this next season, but I'm also wary to just throw players like Ryan Merkley into the fire and hope they know how to jump out into the water. Um a la
0: Mirko Mueller.
1: Who is it? Yeah, exactly. Who's who is there's a lot of former sharks available on the free agent market (laughs) right now. (laughs) Joachim Ryan is available, but um I, I, I know Derek Forber is one, because I think the Sharks are lacking a physical edge, especially uh, on, on the back end, especially now that Brendan Dillon is gone. Derek Forber, serviceable, surfaceable. His, his skating's kind of eh. Travis Hamannick's available. I don't see that happening at all. Her Hockey Jerk and I, uh, especially me, I was really hard on this one. I, th- I thought Mark Borowiecki was going to sign with the Sharks. He ended up with Nashville, which is actually a good fit for him, yeah. so... Uh, kudos to that. Uh, Trevor Van Reamsdyke is a name that he's not a physical defenseman, but he he's a good third pair defenseman. Just a, a known, he, he's he's a a safe player. That's a guy that's there. Um, or who knows? I mean, Doug Wilson is good at plucking players out of Europe. Uh, maybe there's someone that I mean, it's it's a lot harder this off season since. European leagues are actively going right now, right. but who knows? Maybe maybe they can work something out. Uh, I don't I don't see a whole lot here, but yeah, maybe they'll just go out and get Tyson Barry or Alex Petrangelo, You know? <laughs> well, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, would would Barry be an option, or is or are the Sharks just way too no. tight?
1: You think way he- too tight? I would. I like Tyson Barry. I think he. Uh, he's got a bad rap because that's what happens to everyone who where they when they sign with Toronto or Montreal. Um but uh, the players that I look at in free agency, the guys that that I'm like, "Oh man, it would be really nice to add that player." Mm-hmm. He's they're not going to fill the role that the Sharks need. So like Cameron Schilling. love that guy. You guys probably haven't even heard of him, but so he's not—he's not gonna be on the Sharks next year. You know, just things—things things like that. I—if you're gonna take a flyer on someone, you might as well just keep it with Middleton. But mm. man, it's a hard question. Do you have any uh, any ideas, I Eric,
0: mean, uh, about the the tough part is—is is that who are you gonna are you gonna put Merkley out there? Are you gonna are you gonna try to put neck?
1: Uh, out there, yes, you I, know, I mean, I I know I knew hockey jerk, and I think it was Vince, and I think someone else were really high on him making the NHL. Oh, it was uh, Mark who was on the show with us earlier in the week. Mark really is high on Pashnuk, but I, oh man, it's und- undrafted players going straight to the NHL is really unheard of. It, it's, so, um, it's rough, but you know, down the road you'll be
0: working hard and, and you hope that the development system with the barracuda will retrieve greatness because i mean you look at you look at undrafted defensemen like dan boyle i mean it took him a moment and then he then he found his game and for
1: sure but he didn't jump to the nhl is that he didn't just go straight right. in like that right that's that's where i'm like mm. I know that um, Skyler, uh, in one of our previous chats, was talking about Slater Cuckoo. I, to me, just keep Middleton. Um, man, I I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's, the Sharks don't, it, it, Sorry, go no, ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead.
0: No, no, you're good. You're good. I think we're about to say the same thing. The Sharks are going to need to find somebody out there. Uh, and, and no Illuminato, not— not Dalton Prout. Uh, I I'm probably gonna say probably not Dalton Prout, but that probably made and, that and, type of player though.
1: Yeah, and I I was talking with Jerk earlier in the week about that. Like they need a Dalton Prout they need they still have the same hole that they did when they signed Dalton Prout, which is the physical third pair defenseman. Prout didn't work out. Best of luck. I I don't know if he's ever going to play again because he those concussions were bad last year. Um, hey, maybe tell you what, what? Not so much a physical defenseman, but maybe Carl Alsner has a fire under his butt after being sent to the AHL from his contract the last year and a half, and maybe he wants to give it another go for for uh, cheap money.
0: Uh, I mean, you can do that. Uh, or you you make a move, you know, now uh, Ricky uh, Ricky
1: saying Jan Ruta. You know, uh, I mean, Jan Ruta's got a big slap shot from the point. That's what I like about him. Um, he's physical. He's big. Um, yeah. meh. See, Michael Dill's auto's on the free agent market, but I don't I don't see him filling any of the needs that that the Sharks have. So. No.
0: And it's and it's really trying to find that fit. And DW right. said today, we've addressed a few of our needs. We're still exploring everything and still having discussions. Um, and you just, you, you need to see, there's still some stuff out there. Do you make some moves? And, you know, do you, maybe you go on to the forwards? Do you make a run at, like, maybe... Know, there's that little dangling carrot for Tyler Johnson, but that's a $5 million cap hit and, and a no trade clause, which Tampa somehow got around with, you know, and then we'll come back and say, OK, you got him. OK, we want you to send us something for future considerations, which I th- thought was an interesting way to get around. Oh, you can't trade me
1: yeah, I, yeah, t- Robin Molloy asked me straight up, should the sharks get Tyler Johnson? I like Tyler Johnson a lot. I don't know what he's got uh, given his injuries. he's 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 not the top six forward that he was. I think he's still a middle middle six forward. Um, stats wise he was fine, but not not fine isn't good for five million. Nope. Um, and Tampa Bay, is the last team that's going to be absorbing cap space and salary to get rid of a a player. So it would be nice. I think what you're talking about, like switching gears to forwards, even though, yes, the Sharks do have a a hole on defense that I'd like to see filled, I think their top six is the glaring, I don't know, It's, it's, it's glaring to me that they need to to sign someone. Hey, maybe Ilya Kovalchuk finally ends up in the Sharks at, with the Sharks after all these rumors all these years. I've never understood it, but Right. Um I know hockey jerk would like it. He's a big Kovalchuk guy.
0: Oh yeah. Big time. Think and think about it. A couple of years ago the Sharks were about to sign him for like 6
1: million. Yikes. Yeah. I I just yeah. He, I actually thought he was a good fit for with um with Montreal. So maybe he goes back there. I, I don't know. I, the, you mentioned Fitz and Anthony Duclair was was uh, let go by Ottawa at least for now. I don't know why why he wouldn't want to re-sign with Ottawa because he had his best year of his career, at least his best year since his rookie year, uh, with Ottawa last year. So why wouldn't you want to go back to where you're successful? Um, there's another, there's another player I can't think of at the moment, but like Paul Stastny, we both thought was really good with Winnipeg. This was a trade, but I don't know. I think Paul Stastny's best years are behind him, but I, I like the move by Winnipeg anyway, because we haven't seen him play poorly for Winnipeg yet. So yeah.
0: uh, in, in for that matter, Tim, Heed playing, you know, overseas. You can go
1: with him. I know that there was, there was, uh, I, I don't mind. see Tim Heat wanting to come back at all. Although Peter DeBoer is gone. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Tim heat is not going to sign with Vegas. <laughs> I will. I will bet hockey jerk, jerks life on that. one. Wow. Uh...
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. The, this sounds like it could be legal ramifications on here. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, there. Were... This doesn't get recorded or anything. Does it? Um, well, wow. hate to break it <laughs> to you.
1: Uh, now there are there are a couple of guys. Well, where can you go and find past episodes of Teal Town USA? Anyway, oh, Eric, a uh, great question, my friend. You can
0: hit the subscribe button, check us all out on our YouTube channel. You know, hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, ring that bell. And that'll notify you when we come back on the air with anything, especially with any breaking news that comes up. Like say, maybe if uh, oh, I don't know. The Sharks could acquire Tyler De Foley or Anthony
1: Duclair. Um, Dude, I thought for a sec you were about to say because that's what the Sharks did. They just signed Tyler <laughs> to Foley. Man, you you had me you had me hooked there with that one. Trust me, <laughs> you and I both have our, our
0: our Twitter notifications on. If they were to sign somebody we'd be hearing it like... Or, you know, we have the... You know, on everything right there. You know... I, to me... If you can get one of those two... Um, you know, I think... For short term, that might be helpful. But... You know... I, 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 I can't see them doing it with... With 7.7 7. 7 million. And, and Anthony's saying... What is the Sharks' first line? You know, is it Couture, Kane, Donato? I mean, you know, do you go... Or, I mean, that's that's a great question. You know, trying to figure out what on earth is is this team's first line. You know, Kane, Couture, Meyer? Or do you put it Meyer yeah, with that's what I
1: think it. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah,
0: I mean, Kane, Couture, Meyer... You could go hurdle with Donato
1: and LeBank. Bank. uh, you know it doesn't wow me. <laughs> hurdle, sure, yeah, for sure. It, I, it was... I I always
0: wow people. It, it, I wow people at All Star Game. I got screwed on the, on, <laughs> on the shooting accuracy part.
1: You know, um. Oh yeah, that's right. He was really good on that. Oh, I forgot about that.
0: Had that so much. Uh, But, you know, there's also the the tidbit in, in, you know, we kind of kind of go around things here. But you also wonder if it is like maybe Patrick Marlowe's in there. Joe Thornton is in there. Could they? I mean, you know, Doug said he's been in touch with Jumbo here and there, you know. uh, And according to Pierre Lebrun, he's shoveling snow topless in Switzerland, as we speak. But, you know, he mentioned you know, the respect we have for both Marlo and Thornton is extremely important. Their accomplishments are pretty special. Now, mind you, we've we've always been saying that, you know, it's most likely Marlo will probably come back here to try to break and to attempt to break the all-time game played record. Yeah. Um, you know, as potentially a swan song here. And the same with Thornton. I mean, that's probably your extra depth, if you were to do that. You know, so. I mean, it, it remains to be seen. There's still some spots left. You're definitely going to give some of the kids some chances. Do you do you picture like anything from this year's draft class? I mean, we drafted nine four. Foot- we like I I'm with the team. Uh, you know will will the sharks try to see push some of these youngsters in into it i mean
1: well, if they do we're in worse shape than i thought dude cuz uh, i don't see any of the players being nhl ready for 2 years yeah. i like the draft you know i liked the draft yeah. class this year um, probably my favorite sharks draft class since since we started doing shows um, but I don't think any of them are NHL ready. Uh,
0: I'm kind of going into the chat a little bit more here. Al saying the Canucks have had talks with Tyson Berry, um, which makes sense, if the, especially since OEL Oliver Ekman Larson is going to stay with Jerks Yotes for now.
1: Uh, for now, yeah. I think I think that gets revisited. I think that situation is so bizarre. You know,
0: uh, Ricky oh, boy. Forgive me. Let's just put it this way. I'm going to try it. Ricky Barton Slager uh, LeBank took a team friendly uh, prove it deal and completely blew it. Does anyone know what he's asking for?
1: See, that's that's what I said on uh, I think it was Wednesday's show or Tuesday's show. I mean, I asked that same question because I I don't know. I mean, this was I know. Hockey Jerk has said, I'll speak for him because uh, I know what he said here. He thinks LeBanc's going to get paid because it's the offset of last year where he only got $1 million. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would have said that if LeBanc had a good year, but he didn't. Yeah. So I think he'll get more than two. I don't know if he'll get more than three.
0: Yeah, I think that's the ballpark value. And, of course, he's arbitration eligible. And one of the things that I I think I was listening to, like, TSN or TSN 1040 up in Vancouver is that, will these arbitrators take into fact of the COVID situation, the the salary situation going in, you know, that there are teams that are kind of nervous about going into it, you know, uh, to get it to to really, you know, make things nervous. It's almost like it might be more so in the favor to go into uh, into arbitration hearings and it's going to be more so on the player's side. You know, uh, Vince G, I, won't, I, you know, I know, Kevin, you just acknowledged it, but the closest one, NHL-ready, is Borderlow and he's still a few years off. Agreed. Which I completely agree there. So, you know... Uh, Al's thinking Lebanc gets another prove it deal. Especially I, I the- think he's right. Yeah, and I think he gets. More, I think he gets more years, two maybe three. May not get him. May not get him to free agency, but you, but with with DW, I could see potentially three and three.
1: Ooh, you think Lebanc would accept that though?
0: A three and three?
1: I would hope he would accept it. I would hope he would accept it because. I've said time and time again, I want players to recognize that the more they spend on one or two players, the less overall talent you can bring in. Save your team some money and you will go further in the playoffs. Take a million off unless you're making 2 million.
0: (laughs) Or this is where somebody would say, or Eric Carlson taking 11.5. But again, more so yeah. but more so you know nobody saw this coming you know we saw it was hoping to be 85 million i think we were hearing before pre covid you know uh it and it's up to the it's up to the youngsters the youngsters you're going to get your chance again this year you know like rob mentioning i like to see chekovich and Shemilevsky uh be ready this season you know they had their shot last preseason They might need to to show it a little bit more and maybe they'll get some some push from from others.
1: I like um, what Sleepy Mofo just said, which is he wishes Timo and Carlson had heard that and taken less money so that maybe the Sharks could have brought in one more forward. That wasn't Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe saw that coming a mile away, but. Maybe you don't need Patrick Marleau if you have the extra $4 million to spend on Likewise. a quality forward. Not a top-line forward, but a quality forward. Okay. Um, back to uh, oh, the youngsters you were talking about with Rob Iman. Um, Chukovic and Shmielewski, I still think very highly of them, especially Shmielewski. Um Oh, I, I, I would be stunned to see them make the Sharks out of training camp mm-hmm. but one thing the, the Sharks have the benefit of, of not having played for what will be nine months <laughs> that's crazy it's a benefit for, because the Sharks are so young that these players can, can be training at home working out getting really physically fit. We've seen that with Mario Ferraro, him adding about 20 pounds of of just pure muscle. It's ridiculous. You see him and you hope the other players are doing that. So with a team like Tampa Bay, who they do get a couple of months off, but when they go back in the bubble, having, having gone through the rigors of the postseason and everything, I think Tampa will be fine, but some of the other teams that played in the playoffs might not be. And that's where having young legs like the Sharks do might might benefit them in the, in, in the end of this. If I can spin it in a in a positive light. So um, John Leonard, Illuminato um, brings him up in the in the chat. I know that Mark is very high on—I'm I'm very high on John Leonard, too. Right. I know Mark is high enough that he thinks John Leonard's going to be in the top six for the Sharks this year. If I'm I'm pretty sure he said that. Um, I, I would, again, like to see Leonard start with the Barracuda. But I think Leonard is capable of being a very early call-up, or I, I think he's capable of, of having a great camp and making the Sharks uh, and at least starting off on the third, fourth line. Right.
0: Uh, was it uh, Rob saying? You know, I hope the Sharks can get the green light from Gavin Newsom and Dr. Cody to get on the ice soon. Well, this is currently their their practice rink right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad I'm glad to see that that the Sharks are uh, using this opportunity to uh, enhance the rinks. So yeah, no this this
0: is the Sharks practice rink right now as we speak. Uh, they are moving along pretty nicely. Uh, for, you know, re- rehabilitating this rink for sure among, you know, doing other things around it. And of course, we talked about the fifth rink that's going to be built kind of behind where all the autograph seekers would be uh, back of Solar for America Ice along with the brand spanking new 4,000 seat Barracuda Arena. Um, <laughs> You know, and speaking of which, sh- shall we get to a Barracuda portion of this show? Sure. Okay. Just because Kevin's here, I gotta do this. Ooh, barracuda! All righty. So, um,
1: the Barracuda lost a boatload of people to the Rangers today. <laughs> the the Rangers, I'm not gonna say they got quality out of their free agency day today, but they certainly got quantity. Um, from the Barracuda, the New York Rangers slash Hartford Wolf Pack signed Johnny Brodzinski. And they also Anthony Greco. Thank you, Anthony Greco. See, I forget. I forget because he was on the Barracuda for such a short time. I really liked Anthony Greco. um, But I, I, I said it when the Sharks acquired him. I said, oh, he's UFA fodder. And that's what happened. And the the Rangers also signed former Barracuda forward Colin Blackwell, who had, uh, I think, like 27 games with the Predators last year.
0: Wow, that's right. Uh, and also uh, in former Sharks news, uh, longtime uh, Sharks defenseman Brandon Davidson signed with Buffalo today. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there another one that was signed with Buffalo? I'm
1: sure I could find. I'm looking through my list right now while I was trying to scour for Anthony Greco's name. Uh, Uh,
0: That being said, speaking of the Rangers, they also signed Jack Johnson today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they signed. (laughs) I I'm going to credit Jack Johnson here for a sec, because I don't I don't know if any of us on these shows actually really likes him that much as a hockey player. Um, But I will credit Jack Johnson in the sense of he's always desired by NHL teams. He's always on Team USA, no matter when there's an international Mm -hmm. tournament. So he's obviously doing something right. Right. Matt Irwin. Um, I, that one's weird. That one's a weird signing to me. I, I think the Rangers have done a lot of good this week. Uh, it's easy to do a lot of good when you draft first overall. But just, I think they've done very well this week. But then they go and sign Jack Johnson. And, huh. Is that is he going to fit with that blue line? Uh, I guess he's the equivalent to Mark Stahl from last year. But... Potato as well for uh, from uh, uh ah, what, what not was, a, a Tony totally
0: Potato, okay. Atawa, yeah. Uh, but Matt Irwin, Anthony Sanchez, thank you very much. Matt Irwin, the former Shark, uh, also signed in Buffalo today as well. So, appreciate that. Um, so <laughs> had to get some Barracuda in there because you know, you, you saw three former Barracuda go to the same organization, and that was qu- quite you know, it's like. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. But, uh, you know, kudos to that.
1: And the Barracuda won't. The Barracuda... I like Johnny Brodzinski. um, To me, the best Brodzinski. uh, And also where's the best number. (laughs) Sorry, Puck guy. Um, It's all right. It's all right. You
0: can be wrong if you want to. uh,
1: the The Barracuda have so many players. They have signed... Uh, a few players from juniors this year. I, I know Kyle Topping is going to get an opportunity with them. They've got Zach Galant coming in, uh, graduating. Hopefully he will stay healthy. Kotkov's coming in. Maybe John Leonard starts the year with the Barracuda. They've re-signed and, who, By the way, you're talking about young players. Jaden Hobgawax, a.k.a. Scrabble, uh, <laughs> it, it's been said that Hobgawax was going to get called up by the Sharks at the time of the stoppage. So um, I ch- talk with his mom every now and then on Twitter, uh, which is – I know it's always weird to say that, but it, um, she's a cool she's – she's a nice lady. Um, so
0: I – got the mom Jayden
1: connection. Jaden is – what's that? you got the mom connection. I do have the mom connection. I, I it's so weird, like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, uh, but you know. But sorry, it didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's 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 all it's all good. But um, I do think I I would like to see Jaden make his Sharks debut because he's got so much speed mm-hmm. and he's got skill, and I want to know does he have the skill to be an NHL player by playing with better players than what he's been working with with the Barracuda the last two years. Because I often see Helgewalks rushing in by himself because there's nobody else to help him out. And you would think... So you can only do so much one-on-five. <laughs> and you would think with the
0: influx of the of the youngsters, the short speedsters, similar build to HelgaWalks, that you might see that one on one one on five become you know maybe a three on five. We'll we'll start right. taking footsteps. Ricky wanted to talk about want us to talk about Joachim Blickfeld. Uh, sure. Before we uh get get on your way out it on our way out of here, uh, along with uh, Vince, G. saying uh Christoph Horobek.
1: Yeah, he's another one. Um, I've got him pegged uh, towards the bottom of the Barracuda forwards chart, but um. Who knows? You, you, you don't know. I mean, there there are so many new young players in that forward group that I, I don't know where they're going to end up lining up in the end of this. So it, it'll be especially when they have re-signed Wieter and they have re-signed Weinger, which both of them puzzled me. Um, so there, there there are a lot of options. I don't know if they're the best options, but there are options. So uh, what do you want to talk about with Jochen Blickfeldt?
0: Uh, that's what I was gonna ask about. Uh, uh, you know, Ricky Barton, Slogger, uh, asking want to talk about Blickfeld. What? Where do you see? I mean, uh, he he was he had a cup of coffee last season. You know, you could even you know even he mentioned you know I think Gregor's highly likely Blickfeld to
1: maybe to
0: make the Sharks
1: roster. He, I think he'll see time with the Sharks next year, especially if the Sharks cannot go out and sign a forward uh in free agency at all um or, or an NHL forward I should say blackfield's got the talent he's his his shot is great it's so accurate he's got some speed I would like to see him play even faster um he's got a slight build but he has put on weight and don't tell him that he's 180 pounds because he does go out and try to play very physically. He's got some intensity to his game, which is why we were so excited about the Sharks draft class this year on the two previous shows we did this week was sure. They're not the biggest guys, but a lot of them are super gritty and will get in your face. And Joachim Blickfeld you're not going to consider him a physical forward, but he won't shy away. He will get in there and battle. So if if he adds some weight and some speed, which those seem counterintuitive, but hopefully he can get both here in this off season, I think he'd be better for that, and and then I I feel more confident about him being an, a regular NHLer, uh, but he's probably uh, outside of where John Leonard, and then uh, Shmulevsky goes. Um, I'd say Blickfeld is the next in, in, in most talented forward that the Barracuda have.
0: There you go from Kevin Lacey himself. Uh, you know, so here, he, uh, Hot Wheels 84 backtracking us and we'll get this up and then we'll get out of here. Uh, just catching up. But what is the argument about personal goal songs? Was it just the execution uh. or was it just a hockey purist argument isn't bringing more personality into the game a good thing to me i think oh excellently question yeah i I mean personality of course you gotta you gotta love the personality and boy how do you do the sharks have personality on in their organization uh but kevin i'll let you take this one
1: okay uh first off uh just uh someone asked about uh, Alex True Illuminato asked about him. I think Alex True starts the year with the Barracuda. I mean, with the Sharks. I do. I, I think in a depth role for sure, but I do think he starts the year with the Sharks. Uh, about uh, goal songs, I definitely struggle with all the change the Sharks have had with their goal songs over the years. I do like consistency on that. I don't like the individual goal songs mostly because sure you want to have personality you want to have fun with it but i just i feel like there are have been so many choices that we've seen so far that you go why why this doesn't excite me at all at all like uh, you get these random songs i mean what if what if joe thornton scored And they start playing the song for Too Many Cooks. Awesome song. Catchy (laughs) song. Is it going to make you get up and dance and cheer? No. Hakuna Matata. When I, I was there when that started playing. And I stopped cheering. Because I thought, what the hell's going on? Is that really the reaction you want to have from your fans? Is... What the hell's going on? You should be encouraging excitement and anticipation and, and electricity, not going, huh? Yeah. Oh, now it's the opening face-off. I just blew the celebration. Yeah, so I'm not a fan.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I, also you know nowadays there are so many tipped goals. It's tough for for them to pick it out. So of course they will default to the to get ready for this. Uh, it, you know, it just, it, uh, and financial it says it right. It kind of throws it off a little bit. Also, I think, you know, you, you have, you have, what is it? Um, no, not <laughs> Illuminato. I just saw it in the corner of my eye. Not the LMFAO mix, you know, <laughs> shark, 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 or, you know, oh. you know, but, uh, you know, uh,
1: Jerry F saying,
0: or girls just want to have fun. Not a goal.
1: Yeah. Song. See, a great song. I have it on my computer. Don't ever want to hear it as a goal song. I I, th- I think uh, is it due? And,
0: and as as the person, and let's remember, uh, Teal Town is credited for the last two overall goal songs. AJ got 6 a.m. Let's go, which I thought, which
1: would- I, I I I liked that song, but they no one could ever hear. <laughs> when we were supposed to say hey yeah and then get ready for this you know kind of tied
0: into the 25th anniversary and it kept going get going could we find somebody to do it sure and let's put it out there really quick because it's been asked a, kaj- a million kajillion times stay out of hell no oh, sorry that was Zach's wrong thing um you know, but you-, you need to find something you know um, you need to find something, but Metallica's not gonna do it. It's been ass. they politely declined. You know, you need to find mm-hmm. it. There I wanna say Whiskey Avengers had one that was kinda in the running, you know, shouting this is shark's territory. You know, there there's that. Uh so we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm just not you know a, as cute as it was to hear hurdle score to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay
1: but it's upbeat it's fast it's upbeat i mean it's not my best choice but of of the ones that we've mentioned so far that would be my favorite uh yes because at least it's you know ah. so that's our
0: opinion if you have if you have it you know uh you know if you have your opinion let us know in the the comments down below if if you're
1: watching this uh after we finish this one live at Hey, and, and if anyone on the Sharks decides to choose the old brief goal song, go Sharks, go Sharks, from like 97 or whatever, I will wow. take this hat off and, I don't know, join Seattle. Because <laughs> yes. you, you know, uh, Seattle hasn't picked a bad goal song yet. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Jim Seely with the Go Sharks Go. That's actually you can find that on my personal YouTube channel if you if you dig deep. So, ah, uh, oh, okay. Fanatical teal player. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me Whoa. two goals. Timo Meyer. You know. Okay, I I could see Sorry. that.
1: Say that again for the those who are listening on because I uh, I screamed during when you said that.
0: Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me two goals. Timo Meyer.
1: Yeah. Okay, so see?
0: we don't know what they're going to do. They kind of hinted at they are going to come back at the beginning of next season. So we'll see. Again, a lot of things up in the air. We still haven't seen the 30th anniversary logo. You know, we're, there have been rumors. We speculated back in January. There's a silly wiggle worm that that thinks that he has the has three jerseys that are the the thing. That's just in the art. Um. But we haven't heard anything yet from that. So we'll remain to be seen. I know AJ is trying to hold of Jonathan Becker to talk about a lot of these things uh, down the road. Uh, along with Pucknologists, we'll have, I think, one more episode this Sunday. But for news for right now, until it breaks, this is it for us. So in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on Teal Town USA com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at TealTownUSA.com Kevin, you've put up with me for three shows this week. I appreciate you immensely. I apologize.
1: I think it's the other way around, but, but cool.
0: But thank you so much uh, for uh, getting in uh, some much needed info and some commentary and analysis and everything uh final thoughts and where the people can find you
1: i don't expect the sharks to do much oh actually let me let me let me start over here okay i'm not just followed by the moms of the sharks <laughs> prospects. i am also followed by greg Sachenko, who is zach Ch- sawchenko's dad so i got the monopoly on the whole parents thing we'll go with that uh <laughs> Um, I don't expect the sharks to do a whole lot here in free agency. I don't think, I I think they're honestly better served to try and make a trade to fill in that cap space more than anything. I don't know what assets they're going to use to, to, uh, acquire someone, but Doug Wilson, for the most part comes out ahead on these trades. So if he plays the waiting game, there might be a team that ends up getting uh, squeezed by cap constraints or something that Doug Wilson can go, hey, I got a, a Manny Viter, even though he's not on the Sharks contract anymore. Let me pick a better uh, better option. I've got a Vladislav Kotkov and a sixth, you know, for someone who's trying to uh, get rid of salary. Maybe that's an option there. Um, The only other thing I wanted to bring up just to to circle back to Wednesday was I mentioned that yesterday morning, Sharks prospect, newly drafted prospect, Linus Uberg, was playing against Sharks potential fourth line center, Frederick Hundeberg, Handemark. And my concern was that Linus Uberg, he had five goals in the first four games for Örebro. However, I was worried about his ice time. You know, whether he was just getting special ice time because of the draft, sure enough, he played fourth line yesterday, did nothing. Uh, Frederick Hendemark did have an assist in the 2-1. Uh, it was actually Urubru though. Wait, am I right? Shoot, now I I just tripped myself up. I thought Urubru lost. Anyway, it was 2-1. One. one Sharks talent beat another Sharks pro- talent. Uh, <laughs> boy i really got sloppy there at the end i'm at kevin lacy 22 and i promise to do a better job on twitter thanks for having
0: me (laughs) uh one more signing that that kind of went down we touched on Tori kruger earlier and Corey crawford chris chris goes from vancouver to calgary uh one-way deal looks like four years 18 million so he's he's joining uh jacob markstrom in southern alberta
1: I'm at, so I expect Vancouver to, to bring in another defenseman in some capacity. Maybe Tyson Berry, it will be their guy. Yeah,
0: Berry most likely will be their guy unless they can try to convince OEL on, on a different type of deal. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Until there's some new news, uh, we will probably going to be pretty much done for right now. Of course, the schedule is going to have to come out. We're going to have to know another return to play if there's going to be a bubble or something like that. So... Usually I do this on the last after dark, so a lot of people to thank. Kevin, of course, uh, you know appreciate you, bud. Uh, especially with the Barracuda, Ian Reed, uh, you haven't seen here. He jumped on a couple of times during the playoffs. Hopefully we'll we'll be seeing him down the road. Uh, you can you throw in a Hockey Jerk, a very good, very good guy. He might be good, uh, and you love to see him, uh, but of course you can't. So neater, neater on that. Uh, Rocket of course uh, the technologist along with Jerk and of course AJ uh, you know just you know, when we started this whole thing up about f- five five and well now it's going to become six years uh, you know uh, didn't expect it to, didn't expect it to be as crazy as it was we've definitely grown with you and we appreciate the Sharks coverage and AJ uh, you know definitely kicked some butt on that one uh, you know Al Martin, Mark Eisenberg who helped us this week on, on our runs, you know, appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm Felix Chow, you know, who's done a lot of stuff on the writing side, keeping us afloat of everything, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember if there's anybody else, and I'm gonna hate myself if there isn't. You know, if I don't mention everybody, Landy. You know, oh yeah, Eric Landy. You know, the guy who spells his name the right way and doesn't put his laundry away. You know, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> my bad, Landy. You're gonna kill me later, aren't you? You know, at least I didn't make fun of your man bun. That's 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 AJ's job. You know, got a, got all the crew here, uh, and then of course all of our support staff. Uh, you know. Whether it's Laurel, Jerry F, all of you that follow us on the Discord and everything, uh, you know, we appreciate you each and every one of you. Um, you know, a few years ago we were on the news at about 230 subscribers during the Stanley Cup final. Now we're over 2,050 subscribers. We appreciate what you've done. We appreciate you sharing our content with everybody, and we're only going to get better, folks. So. Tell all your friends, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Technologists will be on Sunday night, and then we have some interesting off-season questions that are going to happen. Hopefully, Tyler Toffoli, is <laughs> the chat is keep saying, Tyler Toffoli, Tyler Toffoli. So with that, thank you so much. Appreciate each and every one of you. Stay safe, wash your hands. Wear a mask, for crying out loud. We want to get back in a tank and rocking it crazy. Until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone.